0: Ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. No, it really has been a tough first year for you, Mr. President. Gas is up, gas is up, gas is up, everything. Rent is up, rent is up, everything, everything, everything. Gas is up, rent is up, food is up, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. I had an accident, everybody. It's Clown World uh, on fire. Uh, Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. Clowns, you know, send in the clowns. We have nothing but clowns, folks, in Washington, D.C. It is a horror show. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're enjoying life, well, as much as we can enjoy life these days. Uh, We are at the Q&A and the monologue video of the day. So everyone here at Subscribestar, everyone here at the preparedmind.club, welcome to the live show. Live, live, (coughs) live. I need a drink. It has been what I like to call one hell of a day. One hell of a day. And so I've got a little little bit of Captain Morgan's iced tea and... uh, If you care, if you dare, if you wish, I insist. Uh, I do not like green eggs and ham, and I do not like President Joe Biden at all. No, I don't. These people are dangerous, folks. And when I say dangerous, I don't mean like, you know, they're a risk on the highway. I mean, they're a risk to civilization. Oh, I needed that. Here we go. Are you ready? This is unfreaking believable, folks. The White House spokesperson, you know, little Jean-Pierre, Karine Jean-Pierre, she's a French Karen. She says that President Biden's student loan bailout is going to be, are you ready for it? Wait for it. Fully paid for because of the work Biden has done with the economy. And I thought, what work? Really, folks, what work? What has he done? That's why I picked today's intro and disclaimer. Gases is up. Food is up. Everything is up. Everything costs more. Inflation is up. Because... These people are unbelievable, folks, and they are dangerous. Absolutely dangerous and, and I, I just I can't help it send in the clowns <laughs> Biden gets called out by <clears throat> frontline workers first responders really important people like firefighters nurses law enforcement they uh, <clears throat> they called they took their uh, their political message and their political power to Washington, D.C., calling on President Biden to terminate his national emergency to end all of bug mandates. Do you think he's going to? I'm asking you, do you think President Biden is going to reverse all his of bug mandates? All the emergency powers, just give them back. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to make a prediction. It's a bold prediction. I bet he could say, you know what? You guys are 100% correct. All of you firefighters, all of you nurses, all of you law enforcement people, because you said so. We're going to get rid of all Cerveza Bug national mandates, all everything. And they're all going to be, oh my gosh, let's bow down to Herr Fuhrer Biden. I mean, he's already bought student loan debt. $10,000 per student? No problem. Now, there's a lot more debt than that. But see, this is called getting your foot in the door. Once he starts giving away free money to special interest groups, to selected voter groups, he can keep giving more. Oh, my gosh, says Biden. Thank you for all your votes in November. And because of that, we're going to give you even more money. Unbelievable. But then after the election, you could probably also turn around and say, we have a, we have a spike in Cerveza bug, and we have monkey pucks. You know, uh, we got some anal linkage on the monkey pucks. And don't forget about the tomato virus, which, which makes children. Looks like they have both monkey pucks and Cerveza bugs. Whew. These people are incredible, folks. Incredible. Send in the clowns. While the fucking planet is burning. They're hypocrites, folks. Democrats. They're incompetent, folks. They're socialists. And they're disgracefully arrogant. And they're communists. It's communism for you. And it's social fascism for the rich. That's right, folks. That's right. Nancy Pelosi, get this, folks, is now applauding him. Well, back in April, she said the power doesn't, the president does not, the president meaning Biden, not Trump, the president does not have the power to do debt forgiveness. She just said that in April. But now she's applauding him. You know why? I'm going to take a wild freaking guess at it. Well, the reason she's applauding him is because now he's buying votes. That's exactly what he's doing. He's buying votes. Nancy loves to buy votes. Oh, yeah. By the way, her hubby gets off with slap the back of his hand. I bet he didn't even get that. I really bet that Paul Pelosi Sr. didn't even get a slap on the wrist for his drunk driving and crashing into somebody, not to mention uh, trying to hide who was in the vehicle with him. Unbelievable, folks. Now it is clown world. It's on fire. It's burning right now, folks. Now, here's the deal. If you're in a third world country, your ass is hot. You can't pay your bills. You can't afford food. You can't put gas in your vehicle, even though your vehicle is probably a moped. In Europe, they're having trouble paying their bills. They're having trouble Putting fuel in the tank. They're having trouble heating their homes in its winter. I'm sorry, summer. Wait till winter, folks. Literally, you should see the energy cost chart in Europe over the last 10 years. It looks like this. Zzz, right? 2020, 20, 2021, 2022, and then it goes literally straight up, straight up the cost off the chart. You know, that's Europe. They're first world, folks. We're feeling it in America. 20, the estimate is 20 to 25 million Americans are behind on their power bills. The world is burning, folks, and we've got clowns out there. The clowns are scared, though. Get this. Stephen Hoffenberg. Who the fuck is he, right? He's a nobody as far as you're concerned. I said Steven Hoffenberg. You're like, who the fuck is that? Stephen Hoffenberg. Oh, yeah, he worked with Jeffrey Epstein. Worked with, worked with. He was found dead in his Connecticut apartment. Was it homicide? Was it suicide? Or was it Arkanside? <laughs> Take your pick. He's dead. Let's see. A witness or a friend or a co worker or was he a client? All right. Yeah. Or was he all of the above? Un freaking believable. Now, <clears throat> I want to remind you to get your questions in. I love this show, folks. I love doing this show. It's incredible. I get to talk to you guys. You guys get to send questions to me live every day, Monday through Friday. You can send them in the morning, in the afternoon, during the show, whatever you want. Just get them into Jolene through the comments, through the email, whatever it takes, right? And we may have that on the premium member board at the preparedmind.club if you're a premium member over there. Uh, I don't know how she does it, but Jolene works magic and miracles. Crispy Bacon is one lucky son of a gun, and uh, he works miracles. (laughs) Ooh man, that dude is the Blue Wrench master. He's awesome. This person I'm talking about is screwed. Folks, another super athlete bites the dust and retires 10 years earlier than I think this super athlete should have. 27-year-old. Can you imagine? Now I'm I'm far older than 27. You can you can basically multiply that by two and get my age. I don't think a 27 is that long ago. But I could be this chick's dad, 27-year-old Barcelonan and Norway striker. Caroline Graham Hansen. That tells you that she's probably from Norway. Yeah, she's from Norviska. <laughs> She announces that, well, she's going to have to take a break from soccer, a.k.a. football. She's going to have to take a break. You want to guess why? Well, she's not dead. You want to guess? Take a big, fat, freaking guess why Caroline Gram Hansen. She has heart problems and physical exhaustion. Another super athlete down. Thankfully, not out of the game altogether, but uh, taking a break. I think this is a retirement. As a super, I mean, male, female, old, young, when you're a super athlete, you're a super athlete. There, there, there's no reason for this to be the way it is, folks. Yet, it's Clown World, it's safe. And effective. No doubt at all, right? Safe and effective. That's why the president and the first lady have taken two Jim Jones juice and taken two juice boosters and taken Paxlovid and still gotten Cerveza bug twice. <laughs> twice. Twice. Ah, I tell you. Okay, folks, okay. Let's catch our breath here, right? We're halfway through the monologue. I needed that, Captain Morgan. I just wanted to slam it and get it down and get the medicine going to work. We've got some un- un- unbelievable stuff. And it is clown world, folks, Now. Oh, did I tell you by the way that Big Marge, Marge Taylor Green, was swatted? No, no, folks. I'm not talking about. I'm repeating that story from the other day. She got swatted, folks, a second time. Unfreaking believable, stunning, stunning, stunning. Somebody called the police, law enforcement, made an outrageous claim that there's some kind of violence or drugs or some kind of illegal activity at such and such and such and such Oak Street at such and such city, whatever. Whatever Marjorie Taylor Greene's address is. You would think that the police have her address and know who she is. You would think that the police, law enforcement, would remember this address from just the other night to get swatted again, bam. Is this incompetence on the part of the police or is this Gestapo action? Is this like Santa only it's the KGB clause. Instead of coming down the chimney, they crash through the living room window. Is that what this is? It's unbelievable, folks. It's not a repeat story. She's been swatted twice as a congressman, folks, a D.C. congressman. Oh, I mean woman. I did that on purpose. Yeah, she is a woman, folks. There's two genders, she says. And she's pretty serious about that whole two genders thing. (sighs) Isn't it hard to believe, folks, that if I came on here and made an argument about gender identity and made fun of all the little people... That they could take the show off and say no, nope, no more, no more prepared mind. We don't like the fact that he didn't bow down and show reverence to these people and kiss them on their monkeypox. Yep, what a world! Have you got your questions into Jolene? <laughs> Tomorrow is going to be the Free for All Friday. That means Sunday is going to be Sunday Night Live. Now weather permitting, I'm going to go out and try and do some more training this weekend because I need to get myself in better shape. But it's a hard life, folks. It's a hard knock life. And if you don't get in better shape because you're saying, man, I work hard and I'm tired. It's a hard knock life, folks. And we are in SHTF. Only we have the clowns in charge. Now, get this. It's not just the Biden in America. It's not just... Justin Turd-Ho in Canada, over in France, they have Emmanuel Macron, right? And he has something to say. He said that France and the French people felt that they were living through a series of crises, each worse than the last. But he had more to say than just that, more than just admitting that things are screwed up. He says, what we are currently living through is a kind of major tipping point or a great upheaval. We are living the end of what could have seemed an era of abundance. The end of the abundance of products, of technologies that seemed always available. The end of the abundance of land and materials, including water, said he. Can you believe that, folks? I was reading this. And I thought the end of materials, including Scotch. Is there going to end of Scotch? Oh, trust me, they could run out of peat moss in Scotland, drive up the price of Scotch so only the uber rich could afford it. Everyone else gets a uh, uh, bug fermentation. Who knows what, folks? But instead of saying the great upheaval or some kind of major tipping point. How about calling it the Great Reset? Remember when we heard about the Great Reset? The mainstream media said, that's a conspiracy theory. Remember when we we found the books written by Klaus Schwab calling it the Great Reset? He had books with the name and the fucking title. And the mainstream media was like, uh, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Yeah, they're, they're a bunch of monkeypox fiends. Unbelievable, folks. Just two years ago, right before Cerveza Bug, everything was normal. Well, except to me and you, because we are preppers and we have the prepared mind. Just two years ago, things seemed normal, right? Now we're being treated to the loss of liberty and abundance this is the first time i've heard of the word abundance plenty the availability of products that we need including water i thought that was interesting because just the other night was it heidi 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 said uh what's going on with the water or was that i can't remember who it was but water came up and i was like yeah yeah i mean they could sell the rights to the water and fresh water sources, lakes, rivers, streams, they could sell that to uh, private corporations. But then I thought, well, wait a minute, they can desalinate the oceans, desalinate, take the salt and all the minerals and create fresh water, sweet water, and then pipe that water into the big cities from the coasts and the Gulf. Interesting, huh? Because since some private corporation does that then they can say that's private water fascinating no i mean right now in cities we have municipalities that is the cities themselves getting the water from rivers or wells aquifers and then distributing it to the people inexpensively well it's not going to be so expensive anymore they're continuing to say there's going to be a shortage of water and then miraculously it happens somehow Somehow, we have less water now. Today, I tried going outside and I got drenched. It was great. Got nailed with some southern rain. It's not like it is up north. When you get hit with that shit, you can turn it into an ice ball. You can die of like fucking hypothermia in half an hour or less uh, up north. But down here, nice warm rain. It's almost like a shower. Yeah, we're running out of water, huh? And then, how about this? He says, materials. We're running out of an abundance of materials. Think about that statement, folks. The abundance of land. Now, I've driven across this great nation of ours, just the United States of America, and there's a lot of terrific land, fertile land in the South, in the Appalachians, in the Plains states, in the upper Midwest throughout the Rockies, and then you've got the high desert from the west side of the Rockies all the way to the Sierra Nevada. There's lots of room, folks, if you like uh, that type of territory, desert, everything. It's incredible how much land there is, even in California, even though it has over, what, 40 million people there alone. Of course, they're all a bunch of left-wing freaking lunatics, or at least in the cities. California has a lot of room in it, folks. Now, you drive down the street and you go, look at the houses. There's houses everywhere. Look at the real maps, folks. You'll see that the houses are next to the roads, and the roads are few and far between in reality. So this idea that there's not an abundance of land is completely wrong. And let me say it this way. In Europe, they have a land mass that I believe is less than the United States of America not including Canada, not including Mexico, right? And they have three times the population there, right? And they still have a lot of agriculture. They do. That is wide expanses of land with cows and farming going on. It's unbelievable what they're doing and doing to people. This abundance of land is a, or lack of abundance is a lie. And then Materials, he said. Land and materials in America in English. I think a better uh, uh, a better interpretation would be resources. Resources like copper, zinc, iron, right? Nickel. Hmm. Yeah. Precious metals like gold and silver the reason we don't have an abundance of those is not because it's not contained in the land, but because those up in New York City, guess what? Everyone who's investing decided they're gonna invest in tech stocks, technology, you know, like a phone, technology like Netflix. Is that really technology or is it just a broadcast company? That you can connect to via the internet that's all it is that's all netflix is it's not technology when was the last time you saw an innovation in a phone that made you go holy cow it's been a long time i haven't felt that moment since they came up with the touch screen for pads and iphones since then it's been a little bigger a little faster a little more storage better cameras, software's a little better. Who gives a shit, right? It's been basically the same since forever, forever, right? You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me here. Uh, The reason we don't have raw materials is not because the earth doesn't have it, but because the uber-rich, super elite have driven everyone away from those to invest in tech stocks. And so the money spent on looking for the next mine, down. The next gold mine, the next copper mine, the next iron mine, nickel mine. They put no money in exploration to speak of, no money in the development of to speak of. And so the availability is down, which means the price and value of commodities is going to go up. Because as Turface here says, Emmanuel Macron, right? We have a shortage. It's not that there isn't an abundance of it. It's that there's an abundance of it that has been pulled out of the ground for our use. So up go the prices, down goes the availability, up goes inflation, down goes your ability to live the way you want. That's why he came out and said what he said, folks. We're being treated to a loss of liberty and abundance. It's not the planet, folks. It's the political class that has screwed everything up. That's right. Macron warned. It's in a bit. this, This is his warning, folks. It's an end of abundance and carefree time. Not only did he talk about abundance, he talked about carefree time, the pleasures to enjoy life, your time and your ability to do what you want are gone. It's over. That's what this scumbag is promising. Do you like the sound of that? Just a couple years ago, if you were an American and you wanted to go somewhere, you could probably afford it. Whether it's going to an amusement park with the kids or taking a nice drive through a couple of states at certain times of the year to see the spring or the fall, Or maybe you could fly down to the Gulf States and enjoy the Redneck Riviera down to Florida or over to California on the coast or Hawaii and enjoy something, right? Unbelievable. An end of carefree time, you're not going to have time to do anything. You're not going to have the time or the money, right? And you're going to eat bugs too. Oh, yeah. I didn't want you to forget about bugs, folks. I, I can't I can't allow you to forget about bugs. Right? Indoctrination includes bug eating now. There's a campaign out there called Classroom of the Month. And guess what? The reward is children get roasted crickets for a snack. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love this new government stuff. Representative ipatch Crenshaw has come out, defends the FBI as Republicans denounce all of this shit they're doing, folks. Biden's completely denying he had anything to do with it. While the evidence out there may be to the contrary, suggesting he knew all about it. Right? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Fauci says, I didn't shut down anything. But we have videos of him and his crap on the internet saying, really, what's going on? Jean-Pierre. Karine Jean-Pierre doesn't know who's going to pay for Biden's student loan bailout. They don't know, folks. They, they, they just don't know, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> well, Biden, right, what did he do? <laughs> he brings in Susan Rice to defend his student loan debacle. Right? Students. Right. You get to you don't have to pay ten thousand dollars. We're gonna forgive a bunch of debt. Well, Biden, I guess, is too stupid, too much of a clown to read the teleprompter. So Obama's power clown, Susan Rice, comes out, says that Biden's student loan bailout quote is not a giveaway to rich people. End quote. You want to know why it's not a giveaway to rich people? Because rich people pay cash for their kids to go to these ritzy-ass schools, these universities and Ivy League schools and big time, right? They pay cash. They're not going to take out a loan that's going to take the kid 10 to 20 years to pay back. Of course it's not for the rich. So what is this, right? It's a class warfare card. Loan forgiveness of student debt is a class warfare card by saying it's not for rich people; it's for all you regulars, you you common folk, right? Now Biden couldn't explain that. That took bringing Susan Rice out to say it's not a bailout to rich people, right? But this is what Biden day, did say. <laughs> Sid day, this is what Biden did say. Blacks and Hispanics don't own homes. <laughs> in his student loan forgiveness speech. Is he that stupid? Yes, sadly he is. And he's in charge of the country as the president. His cabinet writes his speeches. It, it's i become speechless, except there's too much to say and not enough time to sit around and go, I don't have time to say that. Tell you what, let's get to your topics. I know you got them, folks. They're out there. It's time for the Q&A, the question and answer with a prepared mind. And you have a chance to get your questions in. So if you haven't yet, do it now or forever hold your peace. Are you ready? unbelievable what's going on, folks. It truly is. I I continue to be stunned, right, at these idiots, these clowns. I mean, get this, right? A CNN medical analyst who wanted to ban anyone who did not get the Jim Jones juice from society, completely ban people and force kids to mask. Guess what she's done? Oh, this medical analyst for CNN has come out and talks, she's revealed how how her son is now severely harmed because he had to wear a mask. Are you that stupid lady for real? I mean, are you really that stupid? The answer is yes, she really is that stupid. She but she, you know, I'm surprised that her kid had to wear one. I mean, doesn't her kid have enough uh, uh enough Money in his education fund because mommy's a big mouth on CNN? Hmm, interesting, no? Right? It's interesting how all the experts had masks, social distance, don't touch this, don't touch that as part of their program yet. did they study the various impacts it would have on the diverse sectors and population demographics, like children, old folks, the sick, no, they didn't, folks. They didn't really go and look at it for real. They just said, oh, here's a great way to take control of the country. And so they did. And so now her son is screwed up. So you know what, lady? You screwed up a bunch of other crap, and you screwed up other people's kids, parents, elderly, problems, etc., etc., etc. So big F you. Big F you, lady, and your idiot colleagues. All right, let's get to some of your questions now. It is that time. It is that time. From Rick, he says, Mr. Soros, and that would be George Soros to you and me, seems to be involved in funding the Marxist agenda. Where are the defenders against him? Uh, That would be you and me. We're the defenders defending against his efforts. We're defending against his efforts. Who else is defending against the efforts of uh, Sorge Goros? Well, we do have some Republican representatives like, well, Big Marge Taylor Green, who has been swatted now twice this week, having SWAT teams, armed law enforcement people juiced up on adrenaline and anger and fear and whatever else, being sent to a strong Republican's home. Well, you've got... Well, you got Bobert, and you've got Getz, and you've got uh, Cotton and you've got uh, uh, Rand Paul and you've got a lot of people in government fighting. But folks, they don't have enough votes to turn over this shit and stop what's going on. We don't have it. It's you and I. We're the defenders of freedom. If you and I, you and I, if we do not keep the concept of freedom and liberty out here amongst us, just us little people. If we don't do that, what happens? Well, the rest of the population forgets. And then we forget. And then the government assumes power. And then more power. And then ultimate power. The government assumes Darth Vader-like power over the universe. That's what they do. right? Because a lot of people out there, they need to be reminded constantly about the First Amendment and free speech. The Second Amendment shall not be infringed. They need to be reminded of that all the time because they forget. They just absolutely forget. They, well, you know, I whoops, sorry about that. You know, I'm really busy and, and I've got a real life and I don't have time for all of you patriots out there. Uh, what do you mean I can't go on vacation now? Uh, what do you mean gas has doubled in the last year? Uh, what do you What do you mean my retirement funds have dried up? I've been working really hard and not paying any attention to what's happening. Right, asshole. We, meaning me and you and everybody, have a responsibility to remember the purpose and importance of liberty, the Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the fact that the people in D.C. never do anything to give us more freedoms. They try and take our freedoms and give us, sprinkle a little bit of privilege on us, and then threaten to take it away and tax the shit out of us for it. That's right. We've really got to remember and remind people. And we've got to get after not only people we know and love, but the politicians in Washington and in our state houses. We need to keep yelling at them. We're making massive headway, folks. That is why they've shut down so many Internet channels, Twitter channels, Social media across the board, right? Facebook, they want to squash and silence people because they're a bunch of fucking cowards and because they do not have an argument that is sustainable, that is intellectual, that is based on fact. All they have is hyperbole, lies, and bullshit, and that don't hold up under the examination right, of the critical mind. So they have to silence us. Don't be silent. Don't go silently into that good night. Right? You gotta rage against all the bad stuff. Whew, I tell you, it's uh, it's an incredible. It's an incredible world we're dealing with. <sighs> okay, let's do this. <laughs> Let us do this. Let's get to the next question. Got a little message I had to deal with right there, and we'll get right back into it. And we've got Ched Ryder. He says, the plan to destroy our way of life has been highly successful. It started in 1913. It has grown substantially to the detriment of every American. Now the final end game has started. Complete destruction of American citizens' financial independence. Now you cited 1913, which was when the Federal Reserve System was born when the uh, American government passed its authority to control currency over to a private, centralized banking system. The very system that had been trying to weasel its way into our country in the past. In one episode, they did get in, and guess what? Andrew Jackson, that guy on the $20 bill, kicked it the fuck out. But... They made it back. And in 1913, they put pictures of dead presidents, patriotic symbols on the money. Because Americans at that time loved their patriotic heroes. That's right. George Washington, Jefferson on the $2 bill. You bet all the way up to Andrew Jackson and then the Brent Franklin on the $100 bill. Right? They wanted Americans to have confidence in their money. They wanted the world to have confidence in the currency. It said in there, folks. It's said in there, in God we trust. I want you to think about them for a second. In God we trust. Think of all the leftist, lunatic, communist bastards that hate God. And every dollar they have. And every coin they have. Even coins, the penny, the nickel, the dime. The quarter, the half dollar, the silver dollar, all say on them, in God we trust. That must infuriate atheists and communists because communists don't believe in God. But our currency was allowed to retain that, that statement, to give it value to the people who held it. And we are now dealing with financial independence being destroyed. But 1913 wasn't the beginning. I think the most uh, awful incident was the Act of 1871. uh, And look that up, the Act of 1871 and what it did. And then prior to that was the Civil War, when the 10th Amendment was practically obliterated as far as applicability. But, you know, here we are, folks. We're still alive, we're still patriotic and we still know all this history, and we still know all these facts, and we still know uh, about the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. We still know these things. They want to wipe that away. Why do you think they're not teaching it to our kids? They're not. They're not teaching it to our kids so that they will have a much easier time forgetting it. And they're taught, folks, if I was taught in 1983... That the Second Amendment, nah, it doesn't really matter. It's not necessary. It's not needed. They tried that shit way back in 83, folks. That was 40 freaking years ago. In a very conservative area of the state, my history teacher was saying, yeah, Second Amendment's not really necessary. It doesn't say what it says. And I'm looking at this freaking thing. I'm like, it says right here. If this constitution is valuable, if that declaration of independence mattered, and if amendments to the constitution are real, then it says right here in the Second Amendment. Keep and bear arms. As as a seventh grader, I understood what that meant. As a seventh grader, I understood the value of it. It May have been about the time I became a prepper. It was started coming. In fact, you know what? Uh, I can remember my seventh grade history teacher, and that started making me thinking. And then I found that article, I think, in the American Rifleman about the father and son taking the 1911-45 ACP and going and burying it out in a field with the ammunition because, you know, guns were illegal. I always wondered, would I be that kid walking out there with Paul? Would it be my sons and I? Or could it be my grandchild, right, and my son? Crazy stuff. Let's get to another question, though, before I spend too much time there. We've got Silver Eagles 78 checking in. He says, comment in northern New Mexico, Albuquerque, the Santa Fe area, the Afghans are killing the Muslims. Remember what I said a long while back about steeper cells. That would be sleeper cells. What are your thoughts? Thanks. <sighs> My thoughts on this are terrifying. Europe has allowed in every level of scum from around the world. Every level of scum from third world, ass-backward nations have flooded into Europe. Why? Because they were invited in by the leaders of the European nations who are part of the European Union, who are subject to the will and whim of the Davos douches." That's right. The World Economic Forum, folks, the Illuminati, the Bilderbergs, this is part of their plan. There is no way else to explain this. No one else is that stupid to go, you know what? We've got a great culture. We've got a great society. We've got a great set of laws. We have a a decent economic system. We've got a pretty good financial system. We have all the food we need, wealth, prosperity, Right? We're talking about Europe and Canada and America. We're doing really well. We've got all the water we need, right? Things are great. Let's do this. Let's bring in a population of people who don't speak the language, don't share the culture, have no understanding of law and order, are violent, incompatible with our religion, cultures, traditions, and belief systems. Let's just bring in millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of them. Let's do that. Let's try that and see how that works out. They, I mean, the, the number's just in Sweden alone. What is it, 42,000 rapes in the last five years? Rape, as in women being taken against their will and raped violently by, by these third world dregs. Now, here in America, we've been dealing with that also. We deal with all the same problems. I think Europe has gone overboard with it. But what did Biden do? He opened the freaking floodgates on the Mexican border. He flew in tens of thousands of Afghans at the end of, well, his surrender. I don't want to call it his war. It was his surrender. The big Biden surrender. The broke-back butt-man Biden himself. Unbelievable. So here they are in America. Afghanis, Muslims. Folks, by the way, there are different sects, S-E-C-T-S. Different denominations, if you want to go with that term, of Muslim. Islamists, whatever you want to call them. And they don't like each other, and they're willing to kill each other. They're willing to kill each other over what? Their belief systems. They don't really have law and order in their heads. They don't. They have emotional responses to religious indoctrination. Wait a minute. Emotional response that results in violent action based on their indoctrinated belief system. Emotional response followed by violent reaction induced by indoctrination through their educational system. Whether it's a religious education or a secular, they violently act out because they have an emotional response. They're triggered. Doesn't that sound like Democrats today? They get triggered. They have an emotional response. They act out violently based on what they've been indoctrinated with in the school system. Communism. Marxism. Anti-Americanism. Anti-freedom. They think it's anti-fascism. But fascism is itself an authoritarian socialist concept with just a few minor differences between it and communism. Oh, yeah. I guarantee, folks, we're going to have a ton of trouble. We're going to have a ton of trouble from these people. Ah. (laughs) Unbelievable. Let's see what else you guys want to talk about before I lose my shit. It's Sally Sue. Oh, good God. She says, I'm in California. (sighs) Sales of new gas-powered vehicles will be prohibited starting 2035. This was announced a couple years ago, but it's been in the news big in the last couple of days. Can you think of any reason they would start talking it up all of a sudden? Well, they're trying to continue to push this concept that uh, carbon is bad, even though carbon is what you and I are made out of. But these goose stepping liberals, they don't know any better. Goose stepping liberals. El facto, yes, um, goose-stepping liberals, folks. They're told that carbon is bad and they believe it. They're told that, well, you should plug your car in. Never mind the fact. Never mind the fact that coal power, burning coal is what powers these cars. Not to mention the fact, folks, get this. Are you ready? Uh, I think there's an average of 17% of that coal power is lost. Sending the power from the plant down the power lines to your house. 17% is just lost, coal power, carbon in the air. Now, when you charge your battery on your electric vehicle, it gets hot. Hot. Isn't that interesting? Why would the battery get hot? Well, because that's just how shit works, I guess. But heat is energy. How much energy is lost through heat? in the charging process, more coal is being burned. Well, it was less expensive to run an automobile on electricity. Well, it was except now Europe's, uh, Europe's power costs have been flat for many, 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 many moons. And then just in this last year, it's shot straight up off the charts. So this idea that you can buy an electric vehicle and run it because it's cheaper has just gone right out the freaking window. California says they're not going to sell gas-powered vehicles after 2035. What about everyone that owns them up to that point? Will they start shutting down gas stations? Will they just raise the taxes on fuel? Even higher call it a carbon tax, a special carbon tax, a pollution tax, uh, you're not a good Democrat tax. All these are, are attacks on our freedom and way of life, folks. No one can afford these electric vehicles. By the way, there is not enough material on the planet to make batteries for every car that would be needed in America, in Europe, and in the rest of the world. Not enough ma- uh, battery materials. Yeah, that's right. Let's see. They didn't put enough money into the mining operations. And once they did, they realized there's not enough out there. My guess is in the next five years, you're going to start hearing a lot more about. Are you ready? Everyone get ready. In five years, you're going to hear on the news about hydrogen power, it's clean. It's carbon-free. Hydrogen energy, folks. You burn hydrogen, and combines with water. I'm sorry, oxygen makes water. But how do you make the hydrogen? Tricky stuff there, folks. But it's coming. Uh, There's realizations out there. Kind of like when Germany realized you can't run an industrial powerhouse, the German economy, on wind power. Even if you put that fan in front of uh, Bernie Sanders's flapping communist lips, or Joe Biden's flatulent ass cheeks, there's not enough wind out there to power any nation. Period. This, this renewable solar and wind isn't enough. And if it was enough, you would have to store all that energy in very, very large batteries. And by large, I mean batteries the size of warehouses. You know those Amazon warehouses? Or Walmart warehouses. That would have to be jacked full of batteries, one giant freaking battery to run a city. And then it'd have to get charged the next day. And what was the story we've heard? Hmm. These electric vehicles. You're going to love this, folks. These electric vehicles, well, they're only good for so many rechargings. That's right, only so many. Ah uh, There's only so many rechargings in a battery. Was it a thousand rechargings? 500? Let's just say it's a thousand. You charge your car, well, depending if you got a smaller battery, you're gonna have to charge it more often. Well, they've already said there is not enough battery material out there to replace all the batteries for all the electric vehicles that have been created thus far much less the batteries that are going to be needed for the cars that are sold in 2023, 24, 25, 26, 27, and so on and so forth. And then those batteries are going to fail. And not to mention the fact that these deteriorated, used-up batteries are full of toxic materials. And they don't know what to do with it. Folks, nuclear waste... All the nuclear waste on the on the on the planet will fit into a football field sized area. Or is that just the United States? Can't remember, but the United States is the biggest consumer of nuclear power. Unfortunately, they haven't built a nuclear power plant. Well, they just they're opening one in uh, Georgia right now. They got two that they just built, but not very many. They need to start building these things. It's getting crazy. It's getting batshit crazy. It is a clown world. All right, we got more questions. we got Todd and Prepared, and they say, unprecedented times. Thanks, gents. Never thought I'd see the crap that's happening. I agree. I mean, I I knew it was coming. I thought it was inevitable. I figured they'd screw up at some point. And lo and behold, they haven't disappointed us. The one thing, the one thing we didn't want them to do, right, is succeed in screwing things up. Unbelievable. Yep. I just, I mean, I knew we were going to eat shit. I just didn't know what flavor it was going to be. I knew we were going to eat shit. I just didn't know which barn animal was going to be the one crapping on us. On, <sighs> un, on, un, unbelievable. We got Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. <laughs> uh, people I know go, who is this Heidi person? <laughs> she said, I heard that there is a new group initial. Oh, good God. The letter Z for zoo Well, if a pedophile likes children, then guess what a zoo file likes? Animals. Right. Okay, thank you, Jolene. I'm ready for it. I heard there's a new group initial. So LGBTQIZ+. And I believe, folks... It was that congressman from Texas, Tom DeLane, who said around 20 years ago, these sick people are going to introduce pedophilia and bestiality and and try to normalize it and make it legal. Now, here's the deal, folks. They changed the names. Oh, no, no. We're minor attracted persons. And even Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, May she rest in peace in a very warm place. And I don't know how much peace she's going to get there. Said that, well, you know, 12-year-old girls should be allowed to decide uh, who they want to have sex with. Now, while that may sound like a a call for liberty for young people, they're like, yeah, man, we want to be free. Right? All it does is really put them in a position, these 12-year-olds, to be, shall we say, victimized by those who are capable of corrupting their minds and what's that term they don't want us to use anymore? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> what's that term? I'm, I, I want to put up on the board. What's the term? I'm not going to say it. But you're not allowed to use terms for what these people are anymore because they don't, they don't want it known that that's what they're really doing to children. And they've far surpassed Ruth Bader Ginsburg's 12-year-old, because now they're down in primary grades, all the way down to kindergartners. And what are they doing? Well, I'm waiting to read. I'm waiting to see the word. It's the G word. I guess I maybe Jolene hasn't got to it. Uh, the word is groomers, right? Grooming. Thank you, Michael Brown. Thank you, brother. Pow, nailed it. Uh, yeah. Yeah grooming. right? Ruth Bader Ginsburg wanted 12-year-old girls to be subject to the grooming of older people because they could choose who they talk to and it's their choice. Well, now they're, they've surpassed her and gone all the way down to kindergartens, even probably preschoolers. What a bunch of sick fucks. All right, let's get one more question out of Jolene. Thank you again. And this is the concept of relocating And uh, Jolene told me about this earlier today, and I told her I'd like to end the show with this topic. Uh, Christine Bihana has a contact who can connect you to agents, real estate agents all over the country. If you are interested, email Jolene at thepreparedmother at gmail.com. And Jolene will forward your info to Christine. This is for people who want to relocate and need help you may have an idea i want to go where john's at down south or i want to go uh, into the midwest or up to montana wherever it is in the country it would be nice to have a network of people who basically understand what you're up to and why because you know just like you go to the store and you're like i need this big bag of rice and someone's like are you a prepper and you're like yeah and they're like oh my god you're one of those people right fuck that right You want to deal with people who aren't going to shit all over you. So, you know, that's why we've got the PreparedMind.club, where you can go and shop for things you need, and no one's going to judge you. And you can get them shipped to your house, and no one's going to judge you. And you're prepared, and no one has to know. Well, these real estate agents, folks, this is a nice network that's being put together. And I'm sure that Christine Bihana and this network of people are putting this together with the understanding that people are leaving bad places to go to good places. They understand that the bad places are bad and that because you want to leave the bad places, you're not some kind of wild eyed lunatic. In fact, it's the freaking lunatics in charge in DC and in San Francisco and everywhere. I'm not even going to name all the cities because it's not necessary. All the Democrat cities are full of fricking lunatics and the lunatics who voted for them. Unbelievable. Well, anyways, thanks again, Michael Brown. (laughs) I know you're on the ball, brother. I know you're there, man. And be very safe. If you end up relocating, that is awesome. If not, batten down the hatches. Bunker in and hang on tight, folks, because chance favors the prepared mind. And shit has hit the fan, and it is clown world out there. Godspeed to you. I know that you can do it, whatever it is you set your mind to. You can do it. Get it done. Semper Fi. And God bless America.